missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Did you know it's National French Fry Day? I heard that, yes. French fries, McDonald's and you. French fries. You can get them for free at a bunch of different places, including McDonald's. you got to use the app, though, when you go to McDonald's. That's kind of how most places do it. They want you to download the app and buy fries. Uh, Burger mm-hmm. King, several offers on their app. $1 large fries. Uh, specials uh, at uh, Carl Jr., Bob. Bunch of different places. KFC, they've got fries now. They got rid of the wedges. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, know KFC that. got rid of French fry or got rid of the wedges, and they're doing French fries now. McDonald's, you can get a free medium fry with the app. No purchase necessary. Limit of one per uh, customer. And uh, factor bullcrap, Shaw. What do you know about French fries? Well, they're delicious. Yeah, they are. Especially when they're fresh and they're hot, and they got a little bit of salt on them. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of bit of salt. I'm a salt guy. You like salt? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're in the same boat together. We were Close one a, there for a minute. Thought we were going to have a meltdown. Thought we were going to have problems, Shaw. I use way too much ketchup, too, when I have fries. I'm not a ke- I just, I'd rather go au natural. Eh, I, I dip, 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 and it's like, oh, my gosh, that was a lot of ketchup. <laughs> that's uh, so delicious. That's not surprising to hear, Gene. Dip, 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 dip. Uh, factor bullcrap, Shaw. In France. French. French fries. Are called palm frites. Is that fact or bullcrap? That is correct, yes. I don't know what just happened, but we're not getting any audio from the tellers. Okay. All right. That is correct, yes. Uh, just frites for short. Palm means apple, but palm de, uh, de terre means potato. The direct translation is apple of the earth, Shaw. Oh, okay. Potatoes are the apple of the earth. Didn't know that. I didn't either. Interesting. In France, at least. Fact or bullcrap. National French Fry Day edition. According to the USDA, 25 French fries Uh-oh. equals Uh-oh. one serving of fries. Is that fact or bullcrap, Shaw? One serving is 25 what? French fries? One no serving way. of no fries way. is 25 of them. That sounds about right. No. No. Uh, the USDA considers 12 to 15 fries to be a to serving. Most fast food places give you two to three times that many. Oh. Well, that's a serving, isn't it? What they give me. Uh, a few years ago, Small. a professor at Harvard uh, said an official serving should really be six fries. Come on. Who's going to eat fries. just six fries? Six fries. Uh, not me. I mean, maybe if there's only six left in the carton uh-huh. or six in the bottom of the bag that fell out. Factor Bullcrap National French Fry Day edition here on the Morning Sickness of 95.7 The Rock. McDonald's. Again, doing free fries through the app today. Uh, goes through over a billion pounds of French fries every year. Is that fact or bullcrap? A billion? A billion with well, a B. That's a lot. Uh, let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Actually, much higher than that. They go through 3.4 billion pounds of potatoes each year, or about 9 million pounds of French fries a day. That's absurd. A day. Overall, they buy about 7% of the potatoes grown in the U.S., Shaw. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of fries. According to a recent survey, our favorite condiment with fries is ketchup. Is that fact or bullcrap? I hope that's fact. Hoo-ah! 55% of people say ketchup goes best with, best with fries. What else Ran- do you ranch is next ranch? at 15. I will say, you give me some sweet potato fries, I'm going ranch every time. Hmm. Or like a maple syrup, you get that double sweet. But yeah, ketchup usually is uh, most people's go-to. My, my wife likes the mayo and uh, ketchup mixture. Hmm. She makes it at home, too. She doesn't like it... Uh, oh. Her own special recipe. Yeah, the, maybe the balance is off if she buys it from the store. Last one, Shaw. Let's finish strong here. National French Fry Day edition of Factor Bullcrap. The largest French fry ever made weighed more than 24 pounds. Is that Factor Bullcrap? 
I don't know how you would do that. I'm going to say bullcrap. Basically, they had a 25 pound potato and peeled the skin off it and then fried it. Is that Where's the deal? a 25 pound potato? Come on. A group of people in India made uh-huh. it in 2018 by molding a bunch of potatoes together. Uh, okay, more than one potato. It weighed in at just over 24 and a quarter pounds. So. Well, you've seen those giant pumpkins. Things happen, Shaw, right. sometimes. That's with true. produce, it gets weird. This seems like it was manipulated, though. It didn't seem natural. Yeah, it's not a natural fry. I mean, it's a you know man made fry, but whatever. I'm still going to eat it. <laughs> potato deep fried. Right. Crispy, delicious golden. Be a big deep fry basket. Oh yeah. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. The Monday morning throwback here on 957 The Rock, taking a look back at the last umpteen years of the morning sickness, some of the funnier stuff that we've done. Or memorable. Memorable things that stick out. This one is from uh, 2016, Shaw. Just a couple of years ago. ago. No, just a couple of years ago, but some some interesting science that I found. Science. Yeah. Every once in a while, you come across a scientific study that really blows your mind, Shaw. Mm -hmm. And this was one of them. So let's uh, take a look back in time as we get to our Monday morning throwback here on 95.7 The Rock. Hashtag science, Shaw. Yeah? My favorite favorite subject, one of them. Science. Not science, farting. Oh, (laughs) The science of science come in. New study. Oh, boy. From uh, Devon, England. The smell of farts or hydrogen sulfide could have some incredible health benefits. Not just your own. Health benefits? Not just your own brew, Shaw. We're talking about everybody's brew. Farting helps you live longer. The smell of farts can quell dementia. Now, this is according to a study from England. All right, take it for what it's worth. Who looked into that? I In addition to helping people remember your farting around them when they were younger... Smelling farts could help with heart disease, diabetes, and what? even arthritis. Stinkier the better, they say. Scientists say the risk of cancer, heart attacks, and strokes can be reduced by simply farting. Don't hold it in, Shaw, is the science here. Okay. Which, I live my life by that. Don't hold it in, Shaw. Well, I can agree with that. I'm not sure I believe the study, but... Now, if you want to hear more of what was said that day back in 2016, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and check out the Monday Morning Throwback Farts. Are healthy, Shaw. They're healthy for you, and smelling other people's farts can be healthy for you as well. I don't exactly understand the science, but if you want to come in here and catch a whiff, Shaw. Do you feel like you need that, Shaw, to be healthy? I don't. No, I feel all right today. (laughs) Well, don't be embarrassed to rip a good one, you know? I mean, if you're a church, if you're a church or you're in the store and you let one loose, just say, look, man, I'm trying to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And trying to keep you healthy. Holding all that stuff in isn't good for you, Shaw. Well, that part is true. I understand that. Yeah. You got bubble guts. You got (laughs) to let them loose. You know what I mean? Pop those bubbles. Right, Shaw? Thank you, Brian. I'm just trying to. picture you paint. I'm just trying to keep you healthy, Shaw. Mm, I know you are. You got a lot of life in front of you. (laughs) And if you hold those farts in, Shaw, you won't be very healthy. That's true. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. Did either of you guys watch the new Unsolved Mysteries at all? I have not seen it, though. Gene? No. I watched it, of course, because that's what I do. I binge. It was six episodes, and uh, there were about two episodes out of the six that were decent. The rest of them were just sort of meh. Without Robert Stack or any kind of host, Mm -hmm. for that matter, it just lost a lot of its luster. Surprised you watched so many episodes of it, then. Well, I'm a completist, Shaw. If I'm going to start the damn thing, I'm (laughs) going to finish the damn thing. 
I, I had high hopes. I thought I think what happened was two things. Number one, I think my expectations were too high. We had uh, heard a lot of good things about this because it was the original producers of the show, which I have an affinity for. There's a certain nostalgia for the original Unsolved Mysteries. Plus, they worked with the guys from Stranger Things. And uh-huh. that, of course, has that made you. Well, it strengthens, it strengthens the argument mm-hmm. that it would be good. Right, Shaw? You would assume? You, you think so? If you like Stranger Things. Yeah. Right. They do good stuff. I like the, the, the show uh, Stranger Things. I've binged all of those episodes. So I, I was hoping for, for good things. And I just, it was just sort of meh. The, uh, the episode about the French family and the murders there were, were pretty, was really good. It was by far the best one. Um, and then there was another one about aliens, which was okay. Uh, but that was part of the thing with the old... Uh, series was that it was not always just a cold case or an unsolved murder. There was a lot of unsolved mysteries. It mm-hmm. was, you know, that's why they called it that. It was because it was about things that you couldn't explain. Um, and I think that they, due to the internet and the advent of technology and, you know, where we are, a lot of that stuff can be solved by going on the, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can say, oh, well, you know, these creatures don't exist or whatever. But, uh, Here's some of the top questions we really want Unsolved Mysteries to answer for us, Shaw. Okay. Things that we want them to answer. Unsolved Mysteries, new uh, six-part series on uh, Netflix. New episodes later this fall, I believe, Shaw. Uh, Which came first, the meth lab or the mullet? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a correlation. Mullet. Moulet. Questions we really want Unsolved Mysteries to answer here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Why do we have to stop when it's hammer time? (laughs) can't touch this because you can't touch this show mm-hmm. is it stop hammer time or stop collaborate and listen which one is it Shaw? it's hammer time it is hammer time questions we really want unsolved mysteries to answer why aren't there wheat fix <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a good reason for that well there's double stuffed oreos there's triple stuff like a there's block of cracker <laughs> Yeah, why isn't there just a, like Goes one with the block of cheese? It's right. just giant. well, instead of cutting the cracker into little slices, why not just one long cracker? Mm. That'd be hard to eat. Just gnawing it for a while. Sure, <laughs> I got it wet enough. I can start chewing it. <laughs> Questions we really want unsolved mysteries to answer: Do okay. babies taste as good as they smell? Uh, they do have that uh, yes, that that they odor. They do. They do. They all have it too, Sean. Mm, they do. What works less, a gas station squeegee or a liberal arts major? <laughs> <laughs> Questions we really want unsolved mysteries to answer for us. How many careers do you have to fail at before becoming a magician? All of them, I think. Mm, a few. I don't know. Fat Polly was good. He was. That's true. He has skills. Still I, is. But it's good. not his career. He just does it as a side hustle, right? And he doesn't even get paid for it. Uh, top questions we really want unsolved mysteries to answer a few more uh, here on the morning sickness on 95 7 the rock what does rob schneider have on adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> why is that one hair on my pinky toe seriously what is the yeah, good like, question. one or two hairs doing right, down what's there what's the Sean? point really not serving any purpose top questions we really want unsolved mysteries to answer why do so many middle-aged white women always need to speak to the manager <laughs> what is it about the manager that can right. get Get them what they need. Do astronauts join the 200,000 mile high club? <laughs> Doubt it. I don't think you're allowed to do that, right, Shaw? But there was some talk about that. Well, I you, don't you float around? Aren't you in a thing? I think if you finish, it pushes you backwards. Wasn't that the meme I saw <laughs> on the internet? Uh, last but not least, Shaw, top questions we yeah. really want unsolved mysteries to answer maybe in the in the next set of episodes later this fall. 
How do the DJs on my favorite morning radio show stay so damn entertaining every day? That is a mystery. It is, Shaw. It's tough. You got to have a lot of talent. A lot of talent. Like all the talent. I don't know who has it, but <laughs> somebody. Somebody's got it. Probably Balls or Brittany. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Joining us right now on the five star telecom rock line. Is our is friend. Our, our good buddy Dennis from Fire and Iron, Station 141. How are you, sir? Uh, doing well, but we're Station 131. 131, I'm sorry. sorry. I got my numbers. Numbers, numbers, numbers man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Struggle's real today. We understand. It's a Tuesday, man. I'm just trying to get through. Um, <laughs> the reason we're talking to you is because you guys have your annual burn camp ride this Saturday, and uh, you're going to want to go on a really scenic, beautiful ride through the Viroqua area and then back up through... Uh, the Lansing area, and then you're going to stop uh, one of my favorite places, uh, the City Meat Market in New Albany, which is where I ran into you guys on Saturday or Sunday this past weekend when you guys were doing your uh, pre-ride. You were making sure everything was good to go, checking on the road conditions and all that stuff. And Tell me more about the ride and what it's for, Dennis. Oh, absolutely. Uh, first things first, I'm going to give a real quick happy birthday to Miss Booty. Uh, Longway and I are going to do the Marilyn Monroe happy birthday thing for you, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. No, um, we are a bunch of firefighters and EMTs and dispatchers, and we ride motorcycles because that's a good time. So we raise money all year long for the burn camp. It's a summer camp for burn-injured youth. It's in Camp Kimberly down by East Troy, Wisconsin. It's 100% no cost to the families or the or the kids to come down and camp. Yeah, it's a pretty um, amazing cause that you guys support mm-hmm. with the burn camp ride. And uh, those kids, you know, you think about the struggles that they already have in life, but they're able to go to this camp and free of charge enjoy everything that a, a normal camper would enjoy, like swimming and archery and all that other stuff. Yep, and that even includes the transportation to get there. Now, this year, they're due to COVID. They're doing it a little different as well. Uh, I don't have the specifics, but we're still raising monies for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the ride, we're doing uh, roughly 130 miles. Uh, like you said, Brian, we're going, uh, hopefully we're going to start at Charlie's. That will depend um, on whether or not they're open. I, I, we spoke with them Sunday, and I think they had someone that may have tested positive, but we're, we're playing that part by ear. But hopefully Charlie's, and then heading to Viroqua, and then like you said, the city meat market, which... It was a great idea uh, one of our guys came up with because we've never been to a, a meat market on a ride. It, it sounded fun. So, well, bring, your, bring your cash to... because you're going to want to buy everything in that place. By the way. I mean, saddle bags. I hope you have saddle yeah, bags hope, with some yeah, ice because uh, you're bringing back meat. You've got a trailer, a motorcycle trailer. Bring it. Make sure you got a bunch of uh, you know like free, freeze packs in there because you're going to want to keep all that stuff fresh. <laughs> That's awesome. And then from there, we're heading up into Minnesota to Wildcat uh, Tavern in Brownsville, I believe. Very nice place. Uh, they're going to be our food stop. They got uh, my fa- three favorite bees, uh, beer, brats, and burgers. Nice. So we're going to swing through there. And then back uh, to the Days Inn on French Island, where is, where, actually, it's the same spot we're starting. Uh, oh. Dan Diker out there is taking care of us. So. Yeah. Vehicles are welcome, by the way. If you don't have a motorcycle and you still want to support this cause, that's okay. You can go yeah, in your Or if minivan. you look at the weather and you're a little concerned, <laughs> yeah, it does can... look like we might get a little bit of rain on Saturday, but we've got our fingers crossed for clear skies. Dennis, where can I find yeah. out more information about this? You can find us on Facebook. It's Fire and Iron Station 131. Uh, it's on Facebook there. Probably be the easiest way, uh, or you can get a hold of Dan out uh, uh, days in. He's he knows all about it. 
Yeah, if you're uh, looking for more information, we'll put it on the Rock Foundation page, uh, obviously, about the Burn Camp ride, which is this Saturday. Now, uh, Dennis, um, you guys are leaving from the Days Inn Conference Center. Uh, what if I uh, haven't pre-registered and I want to register there? Is that is that going to be a possibility? Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's actually, we're doing... We're doing our ride very similar to what you guys did for the uh, uh, big bikes this year. Um, there's actually no registration this year, okay? Because of because of everything that happened, we're right. going to do. We're still going to do some fifty fifty stuff. We're going to do some uh, tip boards, but we're not having the big event after like we usually do, right? And we're just going to pass a boot. Anything you guys want to donate for the cause, we're, we're going to we'll pass the boot around, and then we'll we'll donate everything we can to the burn camp. And what time do things get started out there at the Days End Conference Center on French Island on Saturday for the uh, annual burn camp ride for Fire and Iron? We're pretty flexible. We're thinking ten o'clock uh, get down the road, but I know we're going to be there pretty early uh, just to visit and shoot the breeze and. Uh, I'd say any time between nine and ten, show up. We we'll leave around ten and. Go from there. Sounds good. Thanks again for joining us, Dennis. We'll put that information on the Rock Foundation page so people can find it. Uh, The annual Burn Camp ride, uh, courtesy of Fire and Iron Station 131. Uh, We'll talk to you again soon, Dennis. Thank you very much. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Another day, another Karen. Caught acting all Karen-ish on video. This time it's a 60-something woman outside what appears to be a shopping mall shouting about punks and young people hooking up on Grinder after she was called out for parking her non-electric car in a spot reserved for electric vehicles. Wait a minute. What's this about Grinder? You really glossed over that part. Well, I'll get to it. Okay, so it makes a comeback. Yes. All right, because uh, uh, that seemed like that was the stake, and you're selling me no, the sizzle here. It's I called a reprise here. We'll, oh, we'll, all right, we'll gotcha. Get to it. gotcha. The video posted to Twitter shows the woman parking her Hyundai Elantra in a space with a charging station and a sign that clearly says that spot is for electric vehicles only. Okay. Which is not her Hyundai Elantra? It is not electric, no. Okay. So at the top of the video, she says, take this, and then starts violently spanking her own butt. Okay, already there's an yes. issue. There's okay. right. issues. Going so on. somebody's filming her, right? So because they're you know realizing she's acting inappropriately. Right. Yes. So right. she storms back to her car to get her cell phone so she can make her own video, grumbling something about punks who think they own the yeah, world and do what they want. A couple of security guards approach, and uh, she says, I don't need this kind of stress. And then she tells them, I have to make my own video. And that's when she really unleashes. As she charges toward the man filming her with his phone, uh, she says, you're disgusting, and I'm so sick of these young people. You go on Grinder and do hookups. Oh. You show every part of your body, and you have no self-respect. Oh, my goodness, none whatsoever. Yeah, she's just having a mental breakdown, I yeah. think. The security guards pointed out that she, in fact, did park her non-electric car in a spot only for electric cars and finally agrees to move, but not before threatening the man about their rival videos. Yours goes up, mine goes up, and it will have a lot to say. Karen. 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 There's just a lot, though. Karen. Karen. You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming Karen. Karen. <laughs> oh boy. Can't stop, won't stop with those Karen. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. What do they think is going to Have they not seen any of the other videos? It never right. works good. Right. But the Karens never win. When you start they out by smacking over. your own butt. Yeah. She, that, the Karens just, are 100% 0 They have never even... won. Never. None of these Karens win. It's always bad for them. Have they not realized that? 
there's a lot of things that seems I don't, they don't realize. I don't I think haven't. I've seen one Karen come out on top of these situations right. in all of the ones I've seen, and they've been going around for Karen. months and years. This doesn't even seem like that, though. I mean, that's usually somebody who's offended by the service that they got or didn't get or the fact that they were asked to wear a mask. Yeah, this but if you're having a mental a breakdown yes, like that, that's yes. a Karen. Yeah, uh, yeah for no for no uh, reason, that's uh, a Karen. Yeah, you don't. You're a, not on the internet enough. I'm sorry. That's not. That's uh, that's, that's just a that's a, that's a breakdown. That's a, she's Karening because she can't understand how things work. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Insiders say it may soon be the end of production for the U.S. penny. So buying pennies now before they're all gone would make big sense. But where to buy them? Jimbo's National Penny Collection is offering the sales of U.S. pennies. One of these bright, shiny, slightly used pennies could be yours for only $5. That means you could buy this entire set of 20 pennies for only $100. Who knows what their value could be in years to come? The penny costs more to produce than it's actually worth. So you see, you've already made money just by buying pennies. So buy now. Take it from this satisfied customer. We got our penny, took a picture of it, had the picture burned onto a plate, and now we got a double collectible penny plate up on the wall. Ugh, I knew that wasn't going to hold. Send your $100 payment today to Jimbo's National Penny Collection, P.O. Box 9, Beverly Hills, Florida. And you can find the zip code Jimbo didn't know it. Get your pennies today. <laughs> pennies. This might be it, Shaw. Might be the death of the penny. Can we get rid of all change? Can we just say enough is enough? Uh, I'm so I'm so over change. I'm so mm-hmm. I, it serves literally no purpose other than maybe tipping a bartender. I mean, it, you know, put it in that change jar and yeah, cash yeah, it yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I whatever. I mean, I'd just rather give you a dollar and not deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't need thirty-seven cents. I don't need forty-three cents. Right. I don't need sixty-eight yeah, cents. And four good quarters buy you some I, Gardettos out of puck. Three of them actually. I don't care about that. I give me a dollar. That's all I need. You know, make everything a dollar. Well, now would be the time to do it since there's a coin this, shortage. So whatever. I you know this you know two oh nine for a gallon of gas and nine tenths of a cent. It's like, come on, man. What year is it? It's 2020. Can we stop thinking in this archaic, like medieval times thought process of Dude, we do need you to understand have change? what's going on right now? Oh, I understand. <laughs> well, yeah, but maybe the change after change isn't our problem. Well, I'm not saying it is, but can we like look at that after when we get past like, this and say, look, out. change mm-hmm. is not necessary. We don't need it anymore. Soda already costs like two bucks a piece. You know, can we just I don't need the change back from the machine. I'm happy to pay a dollar for a can of soda. Whatever. I don't need I don't need a, a quarter. Then I got to carry that thing around or put it in a jar, and then maybe mm-hmm. seven years later I can cash it in and I can, what, get a Happy Meal? Yeah. Yay. I'm just, I'm overchanged, man. It's like not a thing I care about anymore. There is a nice little feeling you get when you can pay exact change. Yes. You know, when you're at the store right. and it's like, oh, it comes Ooh, to. I do have 67 cents. Right. Oh, right. I got, yeah, but it's because can, you don't the, want the, the change. That's why it feels good because you like, can get rid of it. I've been carrying around this stupid change that I don't use for anything, and now I can get rid of it, and it's your problem. That's what it is. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Change That's why it feels a, good. Right. Get rid of the change. Let's get rid of it completely. Mm-hmm. Just make it dollars. Should we just round everything up? So yes, or down. One dollar. Round it down. Five dollars. Down. I like the down part. Then you got the tax thing in there. Five and a half percent. No more taxes. Get rid of it. Okay. Get rid of that too. While we're <laughs> at it. Let's just we're revamping all of it, Shaw. We well, don't. We, no, we, but seriously, like ideas, after the after ideas. the what was it? The Black Plague, I believe. After that, it was the Renaissance era. So they they say that there's usually when there's some sort of Huge, you know, earth changing, world changing, you know, pandemic, sort of like what we're going through right now. 
there's usually afterwards uh, a, a renaissance of some sort. So we'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll get some real change, Sean. I could use a renaissance rather than a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but you got to go through the pandemic. Yeah, you know, yeah, okay. So on to the news. Where are we with the stupid <laughs> but We're getting pandemic. rid of change. I'm making it a thing. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. You're killing me, Shaw's. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaw's. Each and every Wednesday, 90 bucks this week, Shaw. Mm, real money. Courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union, downtown La Crosse. Just talked to my guy down there, Eric, yesterday about getting a refi on our home loan. We've been in our new house for a year already. Have you really? Wow. Yeah, right? And uh, so I called him and said, hey, man, what's our situation? Can we refi? Can we pay less? Can I save some money? And he's going to take a look at it and get back to me. $90 for caller 15 on the five-star telecom rock line. Who's this? This is Nick. Nick, are you familiar with how we play this game? Yeah, a few times, yep. A few times. All right, Nick, have you ever won or gotten through? Yeah, I've always uh, donated. Always you got donated. it right every time. You've gotten it right every time, and you've always donated. Wow, look at this guy just coming in here with a lot of confidence. We'll see how you do this time around. Are you going to donate $90 if you win? Sure. Yep. Whoa, look out. All I right, love him. I like that. Nick, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? He hasn't failed me yet. He's going to know it. He's going to know it. You're going yes. Now, if he knows it, Nick, we'll just put that 90 bucks in the Rock Foundation for you, okay? All right, sounds good. Love this guy, Shaw. The greatest mm-hmm. contestant ever. <laughs> I mean, he has faith in me, and he's willing to donate and the money if he wins. Won. He's had faith in you. Every he's time. been right every time. Yep. And he's always gone with having faith in you, and every time he wins, he donates it That's to the awesome. Rock Foundation. So there's a lot going on there, Shaw. A lot. Are you ready? I think so. Listen closely. This is a good one. I think I have, I have faith that you will know this. I hope. I, I pray. To the Lord, if there is one. Because if you don't, then there might be an assault. Oh, boy. At 201 State Street this morning. Okay? That's not any pressure at all. Listen closely. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Highly recognizable quote. Very famous actor. Extremely important movie (laughs) that you know that I love. Okay? There's, it's got everything going for it here, Shaw. It's, it's, I'm setting you up for success. You want to hear it again? Please. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. What, what does this gentleman say here? Uh, come out to the coast. We'll get together and have a few laughs. That is exactly what he says. Okay. And does that sound like an actor you recognize? It does. And that would be? I believe that's Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that movie that he may or may not have starred in would be? Well, if it's high on your list, I'm going to go with Die Hard. Ah! It's not a Christmas movie, but hey. It came out in July, though. July 15th, 1988. Oh, in I theaters see. on this day. Got it. 1988, 32 years ago, Die Hard hit theaters. I thought you were going to go with Armageddon, Shaw. No, no, no. He's been in both. I know, and I thought that's why I was like, oof. But if you remember the scene, he's in the ventilation system. He's having a bad day. Having a little bit of a bad day, and he says, come on to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. He's getting chased down by that maniac. Laps. He's shoeless at this point, isn't he? Right, he's yeah. Bleeding and Shoot the glass. But don't worry. Good old Bruce Willis takes care of business. Kicks some ass and saves the day at 
Nakatomi Plaza. No big deal, right, Shaw? Well, ninety kind of a big deal. But. $90 of my morning show money in the Rock Foundation, courtesy of Nick. Congratulations, go, Nick. Nick. Thank you very much. Glad I didn't let you down. He continue, uh, continues his streak. He's undefeated. He's no, a streak. How many times has it been? We'll have to ask him next time he calls in and, and gets through. So It's very generous of him. We'll reset, and it'll be 10 bucks next week. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Summer party tip. Brought to you by the Flipside Pub and Grill each and every Wednesday morning. Here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. And talking grilling today, Gene. Okay. Good weather to grill. I'm going to be grilling a lot next week. What do you got uh, on the grill? What are you planning? Uh, I've got some flank steak taco thingies that I'm going to do because they marinate that and grill that. I'm going to do brats. I'm going to do burgers, obviously, uh, you know, some of the obvious stuff. But standards. I'm going to do a chicken pasta thing where I'm going to grill the breasts and then I'm going to cut them up with some other stuff and make a big pasta dish. Why? What's going on? Uh, Well... If you're going to do burgers okay. and you're worried about them drying out, which shouldn't be a problem. Don't smash them. Isn't that the deal? Don't. Well, here's what, here's a, a couple of little tips. You can go with a pat of butter. Take a little pat of butter. Put it in the uh, raw burger right in the middle before you put that bad boy on the grill. And as it melts, the butter will it's seep. It's a butter burger. Uh, similar, yeah. Uh, and if you're concerned about the health benefits of eating a stick of butter, <laughs> you can use an ice cube. And that'll help melt and get some more juices and water into that burger. Keep it nice and moist as you're grilling it. Uh, obviously, use low heat. That's a, a pretty standard if you can. Uh, you know, you don't want to charbroil everything. Um, if you're looking uh, to uh, do some uh, vegetables, right, on the grill, tough sometimes. They mm-hmm. fall through the cracks, get into the fire. You lose, you know, your asparagus, That's, stuff like that. Yep, I'm grilling that with the pasta uh, thing. There's a couple of things you can do. Obviously, we, we gave away years ago those grill grates. You can put them on top, and uh, it's like a, a piece of aluminum. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Got I know what you're talking about. Yep. Or you could use a skillet. Use a uh, an iron skillet, throw it on there, and uh, just saute them Cast up in iron. that skillet. Cast iron, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing you can do, uh, and this one I, I always think about this, but I never do it because I'm I, for some reason I'm just stupid. But uh, you take a skewer. You got a skewer, right? We yeah. Meat, we just made them vegetables. This weekend, chicken what's skewers. The, what's the problem with a skewer? Well, yeah, soak them. But we use wood ones, so you have to soak them first. So what the problem is is that you put them down on the grill. You pick them up to flip them, and then the meat or the vegetables spin due to gravity. How do you avoid that? You put two skewers in. Simple little trick. You put two skewers in to keep the meat and the vegetables from rotating on the skewer itself when you pick that up. And you also uh, avoid, you know, grilling the same side of the meat as opposed to <laughs> trying to get all sides grilled up. Uh, again, these are just a couple of little tips to help you grill a little bit better during the summer months. And uh, don't forget, <laughs> if you uh, are unsure of how much propane is in your tank, if you've got one of those grills with the uh, detachable propane tanks, you can take a glass of hot water, pour that on the propane tank, run your hand down from the top. And when you reach the cold spot, that's where the propane is. And that's how you can tell. Uh, where, you know, but just about how full your hmm. propane tank is. So a little trick there. Most propane tanks, the 20-pounders, uh, give you about 18 to 20 hours of grilling time. So if you keep track of that, most grills nowadays obviously have some kind of measurement uh, or some sort of way to tell how much is left in the tank. But uh, if you don't know, those are a couple of tricks you can use. Summer party tip. 
available on our website. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. It's brought to you by the Flipside Pub and Grill. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. 95.7 The Rock, Morning Sickness, Brian, Gene, and Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom for a three-way that's brought to us by Fans Arcade Pumping Services. I love this. Why are we listening to this? What's going on? Words, Gene. More than I know. words. Extreme. I love this. Saw these guys many times uh-huh. in clubs all around New England. Extreme. Way back in the day. Uh, are you messing up some common phrases? We'll yes. find out. I uh, wrote an article for the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com about this, and you can go there to read it right now if you'd like. Flush out an idea or flesh it out, Shaw? Which one? Uh, flesh it out, I believe. That is correct. Flesh out an idea. It means you're flesh. adding substance mm-hmm. or flesh to something. Flush out means you have got okay. something in your eyeball. You know what I mean? Eh, I'm already wrong. Yeah. I've you already would, failed. You would flush it out? Yeah. Flush out an idea. Let's yep. sit down, family, and flush out an idea. Yep. Do your kids giggle and then post on their gram about no. you? <laughs> I mean, I, first of all, I don't think I say that, but if I were going to, that I would say it wrong. Yeah, flesh it out. Let's flesh out an idea. Okay. You might want to write that one down since you're in management. <laughs> yeah. Manager lady. When you need to think outside the box and have a paradigm shift. Oh, Jesus H. Christmas tree. If you pivot, I'm going to come in there and knock you square in the What are your pillars, Shaw? Do you got your pillars? I got my pillars. Yep. All right. Let's get a diagram up here. Somebody, uh, get, somebody get the overhead projector. Uh, common phrases that you might be messing up, Shaw. Uh, chomping at the bit or champing at the bit. I thought it was chomping. So Both are okay, but the original phrase was champing. Huh. It's when a horse grinds its teeth on the piece of yeah. metal in its mouth. Now we mostly use it to mean you can't wait for something to right. start. You're impatient. I'm chomping at the bit. Uh, but champing at the bit is also acceptable. Huh. I, I don't even think I've ever heard it refer, referred to as champing at no, the bit. No, I don't think I have either. Uh, set foot in or step foot in. Like, it? I'm going to this place... And I'm going to set foot or I'm going to step foot? I say foot. set foot, I guess. Gene? Yeah, me too. All right, it is set foot. Uh, right. That is generally the, the right way to say it. Saying you wouldn't step foot somewhere is technically wrong. Stepping is something you do with your feet, but you you don't step foot anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I am going to set foot in here and watch a movie. Uh, a couple more here. Some common phrases you might be messing up, Shaw. Hunger pains okay. or hunger pangs? I believe pangs. Yeah, but you don't say that, do you? Pangs of hunger? I say pangs because mm-hmm. that's the correct way to say it. Okay, well, I, I might as well not English today. I'm Englishing <laughs> not, not well. so good English? Me, me and I'm on. Not very We're well not going to English well. Uh, most people say pains because it's just kind of common and it's uh-huh. a word you say all the time, whereas pangs is a word that doesn't get used very often unless you're referring to hunger pangs, uh-huh. uh, but it really is pangs. It means a piercing spasm of pain. Write that one down, manager lady. Aren't I just hangry? <laughs> is it case and point or case in point? Case in point. In point, yeah. uh, in point uh, is what you're making. It's case in point because they're one and the same. Mm-hmm. One and the same is the right way to say it, not one in the same, FYI. Uh, so there you go. Some common phrases that you might be uh, misusing. Huh. Case and point is uh, not correct. Case in point is what you're looking for, Shaw. Did you write all those down, Gene? No. Hell no. For your next Zoom meeting? (laughs) 
I remember my mom saying she was going to unthaw some hamburger. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's a big unthaw? one. Unthaw? How do you? What are you going to freeze it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a big one in the Midwest, I think specifically. Well, you just you think of un as undoing. You know what right. I mean? Like I'm. Yes. I'm, yep. So and you just add that because that's what people do. It's like irregardless. Mm, Why do you do it? I don't know. I went to the movie, so didn't I? So you did or you didn't? Which one is it? Because you just said you didn't go to the movie, even though I did. More. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Christmas? Well, sort of. It's barking the only. It's the only song that uses barking dogs. So this is what we're going with. Okay. During the pandemic, we've been spending a lot more time with our dogs, even those of us who have uh, been working, mm-hmm. you know, on location as opposed to at home. And uh, now some people are starting to go back to work, mm-hmm. back in the office, back on the road, whatever they're doing. So here are some things that we have learned from our dogs during the pandemic, Shaw. Okay. Top things we've learned from our dogs. Squirrels suck. <laughs> Squirrel. Pillows make great sex partners. Really? Apparently, that's what dogs... Okay. If you got dogs that hump things, pillows. They like pillows and stuffed animals. Okay. Or other dogs. Or a cat. <laughs> or a neighbor's leg or <laughs> whatever's available. Right. It gets a hold of you, Clark. Best to just let him finish. <laughs> gets a hold of your leg, Clark. Best to just let him finish. Uh, top things we learned from our dogs here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. If you can lick your genitals, don't be afraid to show it off in public. Oh. Check this out. Wow. I mean, if you can do it, just wherever, man, wherever the mood suits. Uh, if you are speaking of being in the mood, if you're in the mood for an afternoon snack, can't go wrong with your own poop. Just really can't. Uh, it's delicious. It's really good, Shaw. I don't Gross. understand dogs. Gross. I pulled up one time to Diggity Dog to pick up Ali, our old boxer, and she was just mouth full of it and saw me and was all like <laughs> poop in her mouth all on her face. And she's wiggling around like a boxer does, just happier than a pig. Mm. And you know what? To see me. And I was like, oh, man, now you're going to get in you're my gross. truck. And you you're got so poop. gross. Yeah. Some other things we learned from our dogs during the pandemic. Anything covered in peanut butter must be licked. Yeah. Like right. anything. Right. I also saw a genius thing uh, where people are putting peanut butter on, like, the wall of the bathtub to get the dog to stay in the bathtub if you're trying to give them oh. a bath. So then they stand there and lick the wall where the peanut butter is, and then and they're, they're not, not so... They don't notice they're getting I got to do that with Well, Otis. they notice, but I the attempt... Yeah, the Otis attempt to get out. hates water. Hates it. Uh, the greatest joy in life is a slobbery tennis ball. That's true. Oh, man. Dude. How many hours? You got a record? Dude. Have you set a record? It's 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 ridiculous. Top things we learned from our dogs. A few more here on the morning sickness at 95.7 The Rock. You can never have too many nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nipples, Greg. Did you milk me, Fokker? Uh, silently accept the blame for someone else's gas. It's just best to... Ex- right. Yes, it was me. They'll blame it on me anyways. Uh, whatever position you decide to sleep in, make sure you spin three times before you take it. <laughs> Got a circle before you lay down. Some other things we've learned from our dogs during the pandemic. Shaw, if it smells good, roll in it. If you work hard enough, you can eat the cheese without swallowing the pill. <laughs> you can. Oh, that's true. Oh, that is true. And spit it out. Right. How did you find that? Mm-hmm. I shoved that half a pill so far down Maggie's throat, I thought I touched her stomach. <laughs> and it's still just one little move of the tongue, and that and thing came right out. out. <laughs> and she looked at me like, you dummy. You dummy. You're not going to trick me. You're not getting me like that. Uh, if a lady in a white coat offers you a treat, you can bet that something's going in your rear end. Yeah. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to stop and smell the roses and that old diaper and the dead bird and the bird poop <laughs> and the tree else. and everything in the car. Right. 
make sure you stop and smell everything. A couple more of the uh, top things we learned from our dogs during the pandemic here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Never stop trying to lick your own butt, Shaw. Never stop. <laughs> Keep going for it. You'll get there. And last but not least, top things we learned from our dogs. If you throw it up, you get to eat it twice. <laughs> oh, it was so good the first time around. Yeah. Fenway last week, I don't know what happened. She must have had something going on in her stomach, and she barfed on the couch. And, of course, she's laying there with Maggie and the cat, and I'm working on the computer. And they all three are like, treats! And I'm, like, trying to fight off the two dogs uh, and the cat while so they're going gross. for the, the vomit. And then okay, I got to try okay. to clean it up, all too. Right, oh, okay. brutal. Okay. Brutal. I'm good. Thanks. Awful brutal. love. Yeah. Couldn't get her outside fast enough. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. What did he mix with it? The blue stuff. The aftershock and kimchi. I don't know. Kimchi wasn't even really a thing then. Well, it existed. Well, I know, but who's mixing? That doesn't make any Steve sense. Steve apparently was. No, Steve's Steve not. might have brain damage now. I don't know if that's... <laughs> we got COVID is because Steve mixed kimchi and aftershock. <laughs> What's going on, Steve? Knock it off, Steve. That's not a thing. He didn't mean kimchi. In other news, local man's garage blows up after he mixes kimchi and aftershock. Who's no? News at 7. Steve. (laughs) This is a great one. We're worried about you. Text message on the five-star telecom rock line. Avalanche was the same company, and it was the peppermint version with the crystals in it. We were dumb enough to break the bottle to eat the crystals. What? Court is the person who sent that in. I'm assuming that shirt for Courtney. Yeah. Dude, I never once wanted to eat the crystals. <laughs> I knew they were in the bottle for a reason. Well, Steve's eating them with kimchi, so he can't blame her. <laughs> Boy, oh, Steve's flossing his teeth with the kimchi, and he's eating the crystals and snorting the avalanche. And Steve. What the hell is... Boy, I can't... I'm not partying with Steve, I'll tell you that right now. Mm-mm. COVID or no COVID. I <laughs> ain't partying with Steve. I can't handle it. I maybe when I was eighteen, not now. I'm old, man. I can't do that no more. Thanks for all the uh, correspondence this morning. <laughs> we appreciate it. Kimchi and avalanche. No, we he might have typed to, something wrong. We might have to try that one morning. No, hell no. Do they even make avalanche anymore? Uh-huh. It's got to be somewhere, right? Some gas station in the middle of nowhere has got to have it on the shelves. I'll pick it up while I'm up north this week. Yeah, if you see a bottle of Aftershock I'm on it. Or Avalanche, grab some, bring it in, we'll get some kimchi and we'll see what happens. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Gene, you're headed out of town, going on an adventure. Shaw, you're going to Madison this weekend Mm -hmm. for an adventure. I'm going maybe, possibly. I don't think it's going to happen, actually. Uh, (laughs) Nothing against the Kickapoo and the service we're using for the tubing. Come on. 95 and a heat index in the hundreds is not my jam. I am not going to be okay. That's not, I I won't recover. you're floating in water. It's not like you're... Yeah, no sun, no shade, no nothing. I got, I might be out. Anyways. I right, I digress. If you really want to go on an adventure, this is pretty cool. Okay. You remember the guy that uh, hid the treasure out there in what was yes. it, Colorado? Yeah, yes. in the Rocky Montana. Mountains, wasn't it? Or something? Yeah, and he out wrote west. and he wrote a book, mm-hmm. and and I think it was like over a decade. It sat out there, people trying to find it. People had died looking mm-hmm. for this treasure, and finally, somebody, uh, I believe, two weeks ago, found it, and it had like four Just million recently. dollars worth of stuff in it, like gold coins and things like that. Yep. Well, there's a jeweler in uh, Michigan who is doing something similar. And it's all because of the pandemic. It's actually pretty cool, Shaw, right? So 
pandemic hits. This guy owns the store. He got it from his dad. And he has to shut down, right? All businesses shut down, essentially, non-essential businesses. So he shuts down, but he's, you know, he's got bills to pay. Right. Like we all do. So what do you do when you're a jeweler and you got nothing coming in? Oh, he's hit, he hit jewelry? Yeah. Check this out. The guy's name is John Perry, Washington Township, Michigan. He owns a jewelry store, got it from his dad, run it his whole life, but then he shut down for the pandemic, forced him to reevaluate his business, right? How can I do business? How can I make money? Yes. When I'm not getting customers through the right. door. So what he does, he closes his business, took the entire inventory of the store, entire inventory. So gold, diamonds, all that stuff. Yep. Rings, that, the whole nine yards, probably expensive watches, necklaces, earrings, buried it as treasure around the entire state of Michigan. Now he's launching a treasure quest to find each of the stashes of buried gold, diamonds, silver, more. People can buy tickets to the quest. They mm-hmm. get the clues where the treasure is buried. And from there, it's a race. The tickets cost $49 per quest, each treasure worth about four grand. So it's a totally good investment, Shaw. First one starts August 1st. Obviously, you got to find it if you're going to spend the 49 bucks. But I wrote an article about this. It's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. It's on our Facebook page if you want to see it there. But this guy giving you a chance to go on an adventure. How cool is that? That is awesome. You can find all sorts of really cool stuff buried, buried all over. And I think there's multiple quests. So right. Like once one is found, then Correct. another one pops up, and for forty nine bucks, you know, you sell a hundred of those, and you make your money back. Uh-huh. You know, and people have a good time looking for them, yeah. following the clues. And I'm assuming that it's not like you know, maybe it's like the River Fe- or the Oktoberfest medallion. You know what I mean? Where they're completely confusing, and it takes you a while, and then well, finally, it's not going to be easy, right? I mean, oh, it's yeah, going to be hard to, yeah. That's awesome. And I, I believe it's around the entire state of Michigan, not just in the city that he's mm-hmm. he's uh, located in. But So there you go, Shaw. If you want to read more about this guy who owns a jewelry store trying to send people on an adventure, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Maybe you could be like Samwise Ganji. <laughs> Can't carry that ring from Mr. Frodo. Right. But you can carry Mr. I can Frodo. Carry Frodo, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Shaw? I do. You get him up that mountain. Mm-hmm. He, he's that's it. He's lost all his energy, and you got to pick him up and carry his ass up the rest of the mountain. Come on, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> I can't carry it for you. But I can carry you. I can't carry you. Oh, oh man. man, goosebumps. Tearing up, Shaw. Yeah, Brian's got a little moisture in the eyes there. Maybe I'll just stay home and watch that tomorrow <laughs> in the air conditioning. <laughs> Dude, it's like 58 in my basement right now. It's so wonderful. <laughs> that's what I that's what I dream about when I'm dreaming. It's comfortable location? Is no, my basement and how cold it is. Mm. It's, it's even colder in the spare bedroom downstairs. So like when I really want to get chilly, that's where I go. You put a hoodie on while you're down there or what? I don't mm-mm. Come on, man. What's the point? I don't know. I'm trying the, to figure the, it out. The wife does. She hoodies up and she puts on blankets and Surrounds herself with animals. Me, I'm over there. I would too if it was that cold. I'm a la carte over there. Just me and my shorts. You can do it. You can float uh, down a river. You it's can three do hours, it. though. That's a long time. <laughs> if it was an hour less investment, I could be in and out. I'll go early before it gets super hot. Uh, that's when we're going. Trust me. I'm well aware, and I'm early guy. That's I'd go at 5 in the morning if I could. <laughs> Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 95.7therock.com and the 95.7 The Rock app.